Welcome to Mazum Gumzo, African Scholarly Conversations, a podcast that highlights the perspectives of various stakeholders in academia and research fields across Africa through open dialogue on Mazum Gumzo on scholarly communication in Africa. Today's episode features an engaging session on the topic High-Level Multisectoral National Open Science Dialogue for Academic and Research Institutes in Tanzania by Joy Owango, the Executive Director of TCC Africa, Dr. Sylvans Okuts, Executive Secretary, East African Science and Technology Commission, ESTECO, Dr. Sidney Msonde, Chairperson, Consortium of Tanzania University and Research Libraries, KOTO, Dr. Philbert Luhunga, Chief Research Officer at the Tanzania Commission for Science and Technology, COSTEC, Rohina Anand, Executive Director for Global Publishing Development at PLOS, Anna Persich, Acting Chief of Section for Science Policy and Partnerships at the Division of Science Policy and Capacity, UNESCO. Our next uh, session will be a recording on the UNESCO Open Science uh, Recommendations on Open Science. So just give me a second as I set it up for all of you so that we can have an understanding on what the, the global implications on adopting open science will have or for all our, uh, for our respective academic communities and what it means for all of us as, uh, as researchers in, uh, in the global south. So there we go. And it's beginning in a few seconds. Are you able to hear? Okay. No, the volume is low. All right. Just a second, I correct that. Just a second, I correct that. My screen. Uh, just what about now? To do the presentation. Excuse me. It's okay me. now. Here we go. I okay. hope you can. I hope you can see it. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you a few words about the UNESCO recommendation on open science and why uh, the UNESCO member states, which is 193 member states, 193 countries, decided to um, develop and adopt such a legal global instrument on open science in particular. Uh, one of the major reasons for starting the entire process of promotion of open science really was um, this need for science as a driver and enabler for the achievement of sustainable development goals or for other development agendas that have been set out around the world, including the Agenda 2063 for Africa. Uh, and, and what we have seen indeed is that to be able to achieve these sustainable development goals, to be able to achieve sustainability um, uh, across the world, there is need also to have scientific systems, science technology innovations that are more innovative, that are more efficient, more transparent, uh, that allow a better communication and accessibility of information among the scientific community, but also with the broader society. So there really was a need to democratize science and make the entire scientific process more efficient, equitable, transparent and inclusive. So here, really, the need for open science was quite um, obvious. 
And then, of course, we had COVID uh, experienced by uh, every single country in the world, which also demonstrated very clearly how important it is to have timely and free access to scientific data, publications and information, how important it is to share um, uh, information at different levels and to have quick scientific collaborations that can be put in place in times of crisis, and how important it is to have a good science policy society dialogue. So even if we have very good science system, if this connection with society is not working, it's, it is very difficult uh, to get the desired effects of science. Uh, we've also seen during COVID times that science can be more accessible. It is possible uh, just with regards to the scientific publications. While in general, we have some 70% of scientific publications that are locked behind some kind of a paywall, for, for COVID-19 uh, publication, we actually have exactly the opposite. Some 85% of COVID-19 related publications are open access. And this was a global push by both the government and publishers and um, the, the private sector's university. When everybody was in agreement, we can see that things can change. And there is no reason uh, why this should only be the case for COVID-19 publications, because we do have all kinds of different issues which require more access to information. So in general, and from the United Nations point of view, open science does have the potential to increase the quality of science. And I think we will hear about this later in the workshop as well. Uh, and to make the entire process of science um, and all of its outputs more accessible, transparent, and collaborative and inclusive. Uh, for us, what is also very important is that if done properly, open science can really be a game changer in terms of bridging the science technology innovation gaps. And we see these gaps constantly um, widening between countries and also within countries. We also see open science as a potential tool for fulfilling the human right to science. Again, something that was very evident during the COVID-19 crisis. And finally, as I said, open science is increasingly recognized across countries as a critical accelerator for um, sustainable, for the achievement of sustainable development goals. So for all of these different reasons, in 2019, UNESCO started the process of development of a UNESCO recommendation. That's a legal instrument that countries have negotiated and then adopted in 2021, in November, so exactly a year, uh, a year ago. And the reason why there was a, <clears throat> this, this legal instrument was adopted is because while there were different initiatives across the world and across different actors in different kind of domains on open science, at the global level, we did not have a policy framework or an action framework. We did not have a common definition of what open science is, what the shared values are, and what the principles, key principles for open science are. So after a series of consultations across the different regions with the different stakeholders, with the different partners, um, the member states had a look at the text, they negotiated the text as well, and then finally adopted um, uh, the recommendation in November this year, uh, last uh, last year. Yeah. So um, the definition that we have now for open science is very broad, 
and um, and it's very comprehensive. So it looks into open science as an ensemble of practices that make scientific knowledge openly available, accessible, and also reusable for everybody, that increases collaborations among scientists and also beyond the scientific community, and that opens the process of scientific knowledge creation, evaluation, and communication uh, within, again, scientific community and outside the scientific community. So we have open science defined around four key pillars open science knowledge that has um, different components such as open access to publications, open research data, resource, uh, open educational resources, uh, source and uh, so, uh, software and source code, and then open hardware. But we also have open science infrastructures, open engagement of societal actors through citizen science or through scientific volunteering, and also open dialogue with other knowledge systems, such as indigenous um, knowledge systems or uh, traditional knowledge systems. Uh, it was important, and we saw that through consultations with different regions, to consider all of these different sources of knowledge and to ensure that there is dialogue among them uh, so that solutions um, for different issues can be found at different levels. As I said, the, uh, the recommendation uh, identifies key values and principles for open science. And it's really the key thing to maintain, uh, of course, is the quality and integrity of science, the collective benefit, equity and fairness, diversity and inclusive, inclusiveness. So we really see open science, I mean, we see science as global public good that should be treated like that and the um, actions should be around, uh, around that. Uh, the member states have also agreed in this recommendation on different areas of action. And for each and every of these areas of action, there is a set of uh, specific act actions that are recommended for member states and for other actors, including universities. And these actions range from creating an enabling policy environment to investment in infrastructures, in human resources, promoting collaborations at different levels, promoting a culture of open science across the scientific system, but also across society, and then promoting a common understanding of open science, its challenges, its benefits, um, <clears throat> and its impact on science and society. Um, we also do realize that there are different challenges uh, for the implementation of open science. And as countries, as universities, as publishers move into the implementation of open science and the implementation of the UNESCO recommendation, we do see some five areas which are particularly um, uh, important to address when implementing open science. So the first is really a change in conventional scientific culture uh, to go more towards collaborations and more towards openness. Uh, then, of course, to build human and institutional capacity, to have adequate infrastructures, including reliable internet connectivity, to align incentives, and I think we're going to hear about this before, and really look into how can we also reform um, the criteria for evaluation of scientific excellence and careers, rewarding systems at the level of universities for the career advancement of scientists to make sure that those rewards are in line with the principles of open science. And there is a lot of different um, initiatives in this sense right now. And then how do we also address some of the unintended negative consequences of uh, open science? So capacity building, policies, financing and incentives, infrastructures, monitoring, these are some of the important things to think about in the future. Uh, 
So just before I close, I would like to just um, take out some of the key messages which uh, came uh, out for North America and the Arab region, North Africa, sorry, and the Arab region uh, from uh, our consultations. And some of the key issues that were addressed at the, at the time or, or, or kind of pointed out at the time was for open science to really work uh, in the region. Um, there needs to be more investment in open science infrastructures, including, as I said, internet connections um, and uh, uh, open infrastructures, open science infrastructures that really are accessible by everybody. Uh, and also there are some challenges such as, for example, the high uh, article processing charges, which have been uh, mentioned by the 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 by the different actors that were consulted in the region and also the 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 need to really include all the principles of open science so that we are are sure that um, the information really is shared among everybody and that the benefits are also shared among everybody so there there, there is a need to address this risk of possible misuse of the information and again there are ways of course of of addressing these issues so I, I with this i would like to thank you all i'm happy to respond to all the questions please be part of the UNESCO Open Science um, movement and, uh, and community. We will have uh, an Open Science Day at the upcoming World Science Forum, which will take place in uh, Cape Town. We will be sending the invitations soon uh, and we will launch uh, at that moment also some checklists and some guides for universities on how to read through the UNESCO recommendation on open science and what needs to be done at the level of universities to implement the recommendations. So we will be happy to welcome you um, at the World Science Forum as well. Thank you very much and over to you, Joy. Thank you so much, uh, Anna. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was a recording by um, that was a recording from the UNESCO recommendation of open science. You're going to get copies of that recording as well. Uh, and uh, it gives us an overview on what UNESCO is trying to do to implement open science in, uh, uh, at, at, a, at, a, at a global level. And they're giving broad frameworks which we can in turn contextualize at national level. And the most important thing is that the contextualization is unique to each, each country. And this is also one of the reasons why we are having these conversations today. Now, our next speaker, our next speaker is, um, it will be a representative from the Tanzania Commission for Science and Technology. And uh, this, and this will be the, and the speaker will be talking on the current state of open science in Tanzania and Postex contribution to its national implementation. So without further ado, we are going to introduce uh, now, uh, who is currently right now in the meeting is Dr. Philbert Luhungu, who is also going to talk on behalf of the Director General and the Acting Director General, who is also in the meeting. So just give me a minute, then we can welcome Dr. Luhungu. Okay, good morning, everybody. As my name is Philberti Modesti Luhunga. I am a chief researcher 
at Tanzania Commission for Science and Technology, but here I'm representing the Director General. Now to start with, uh, I'll go to the definition, the basics. As a UNESCO definition, open science is a set of principles and practices that aim to make scientific research from all fields accessible to everyone for the benefit of scientists and the society as a whole. And open access refers to the set of principles and a, a range of practice through which research outputs are distributed online, free of access, charges, and other barriers. Now, according to UNESCO, uh, what is what activities uh, someone can do and and can be measured that he is promoting open science? One of the activity is to speak about open science, to write uh, another activity, you can, someone can write about, about open science and uh, promote like uh, publishing on open platform, creating community practice, awareness, uh, all those activities are attributed to the promotion of open science. Now, uh, Based on the recommendation of UNESCO, the first recommendation uh, uh, about open science is to promote a common understanding of open science, associated benefits and challenges, as well as diverse paths of open science. This uh, recommendation uh, have been or has been implemented by COSTEC we are doing a lot of activities. We are creating awareness about open science in the country, the use of open repository uh, in Tanzania. We are trying to promote institution, higher learning institutions and research institutions to, uh, to have open data repository, research repository. So we are doing a lot of uh, initiatives uh, to uh, fulfill this um, recommendation by UNESCO. The second recommendation is developing enabling policy environment or for open science. This recommendation also have been uh, implemented by COSTEC. We have developed a lot of uh, enabling environments, policy frameworks, uh, like we have a, a, a national uh, research communication strategy which uh, enable uh, the research institution to communicate the research to different stakeholders. So, and we have the National Research Integrity Framework. This also uh, provides frameworks on how to communicate uh, research output. And there are a lot of uh, issues there in the framework. Uh, there is issue for the copyright issues and uh, uh, patent issues. And the third, uh, uh, the third is on investing in open science infrastructure and services. 
COSTEC, we have uh, the uh, higher learning uh, institution research network. This is the uh, network of, 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 of uh, we provide bandwidth, internet bandwidth to high learning institution and the research institutions so that they can share research or uh, electronic resources among the, 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 the institution in Tanzania. And we have a lot of uh, other initiatives. We have um, Knowledge Studio, where we use the studio to disseminate research output, where researchers, they can come to the studio and uh, disseminate their finding to the general public. We have also telecenters in, in, in Tanzania. These telecenters, uh, they are used by local community to, uh, to learn about open science, to learn about how to, uh, to use uh, research output in decision-making. Uh, we have one example, good example of telecenter is called Sengirema Telecenter where uh, different farmers, they come and take some research output and implement in their farming uh, activities. Okay, now let me go to the, about Costex. Uh, and first, this uh, is the government institution was established in 1986 to advise the government on all matter related to science, technology, and the innovations. And the vision of COSTEC is to have a national which is driven by science and technology and innovations. And the mission is all about open science. The mission is to ensure utilization of knowledge-based product, which is, is all about open science and uh, through coordinating, promoting science, technology and innovation for rapid socioeconomic development. So you can see the vision and the mission of COSTEC is all about opening science, open access. Now, what are the main functions? The main function is to, uh, as I said, to advise the government and to coordinate, promote and support and monitor all scientific research, innovation development and the technology transfer in the country. We acquire and analyze and store and disseminate scientific information to different stakeholders with the aim of informing, uh, to, to, to have informed decision making and the foster social economic development, as I say. Now we have uh, like here, I'm showing some, some of the initiatives uh, towards uh, open science in the country. Here I'm showing the electronic library. We are transforming the traditional library to electronic format so that uh, science can be accessible by everyone and everywhere. So we are transforming the traditional library into digital library. We have already transformed uh, about 15 uh, traditional library into digital library. And we have also a open repository. This is integrated, centralized at Costec. So all the research institution and the higher learning institution, they are centralized at Costec. 
uh, the repository are centralized at costing. So we have like 37 uh, open repository, which I have been centralized at costing. And within this repository, you can access the full text of the published research work. So uh, we, 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 we motivate open access and open science. And we have, uh, this is called the Tanzania Biodiversity Information Facilities. This is a platform where there are a lot of uh, information data about biodiversity in the country. Anyone can access this information free of charge. So uh, we also promote about sharing information about different species uh, which are available in Tanzania. So anyone can access those information. Now, uh, I, I talked about the hearing, uh, the Higher Education Research Network. This is how it is. Uh, the structure of the network. It starts from COSTEC and connect all the high learning institutions in Tanzania and the research uh, institutions in Tanzania, just to help them to share information among researchers. Um, and also we have initiatives because we, we, we need to advise the government on how to use our research information. We conduct several training on open science and open communications, we we have trained like we have a uh, we have a program to train forty researcher every year uh, and the media personnel on how to communicate science to the general public. Also, we have initiative to train young researchers and early career professionals to write scientific paper and publishing publication processes. And uh, up to now, we have trained about um, 100 young and young researchers on how to write a scientific paper and publish uh, an imputable journal. There are about 50 uh, paper which have been published uh, in different international journals. Uh, uh, and we encourage for open access publication. And we also uh, conducted training, different training to policymakers on how to use scientific results and uh, into policy, into policy decisions. So this is one of the workshops where we, 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 we conducted training to different uh, sectors uh, in Tanzania how to use research in the agriculture sector, in, in, in the environment sector, especially climate change, how to use research results uh, and min, mainstream them into a policy framework or, or planning or, uh, or strategic plans. And we have, as I said, we have some uh, enabling environments like policy, uh, this is the National Postdoctoral Research Framework. They all uh, have component of open science and open access. Uh, within these documents, there are uh, um, guidelines how to go about open access and open science. 
and publication process. This, uh, the another framework is National Research Integrity Framework of Tanzania. And this is a grants manual. All these documents, they have components on opening science initiative in the country. And you can see, we conduct different conferences to different participants uh, on opening science so that it can be adopted by the general public. Now, to conclude some of the challenges, uh, the main challenge is uh, awareness of uh, researchers about the availability of electronic resources uh, which are available at Caustic or within the country. So very few researchers uh, who are aware about the, 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 the availability of electronic resources because we use it to, to manual, but now we are transferring to electronic. So there is uh, missing uh, awareness. And another challenge is mechanism to share resources with regard to copyright issues. There is issue of copyright uh, when we talk with our stakeholders, they like the research institutions, they always raise the issue of copyright. So we need to also to think how we can go about it. The, issue, the other issue is publication fee for article to be published under open access. This is the challenge, especially in developing country. There is a big challenge of uh, public public publications, uh, especially this big journal, if you want to uh, make sure your, pap your paper is published there, you need to have a uh, lot of money. So there is another issue uh, is the high demand for researchers to understand on packaging of research results and a system that reward, we don't have uh, like a, a systems that reward open access practices. Uh, in other country, you find that there is a, a system which provide like reward to researchers when they publish or when they undergo open access. But in Tanzania, we, we need to develop that uh, system. Uh, I have finished. Uh, thank you very much for your attention. Asante San, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Luhunga, for your presentation um, <clears throat> and also Costex's uh, contribution to Costex's contribution to supporting open science. Also, highlighting some of the challenges that you're facing and what you're trying to do to mitigate it. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Mazum Kumzo Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on all our channels for more updates and for candid stories by researchers, policymakers, higher education leaders, and innovators on their journeys. See you in our next episode.